You're now listening to the Major Jobs Podcast. Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Major Jobs Podcast. Today I got to talk with Sean Michael Andrews, who is a hypnotist. And it was really interesting learning about what a hypnotist actually does because the media portrayal of a hypnotist is like with the guy with the watch uh, moving back and forth in front of the subject. But really, it's not like that. It's actually really different. And it was really interesting listening to what he had to say. And I really want to thank him for doing it. So here's the interview. Thanks for listening. So I'll ask, Jen, what would you say your job title is? Well, I'm a hypnotist. Okay, so what would you say like your job description is? Well, you know, it's, it's interesting. Um, right now, I teach other hypnotists. So I go around the world. I'm teaching a class in, um, in Germany in March. And then I've got a, uh, a class in, um, in London in November. And let's see, August, I'm teaching a class in, in um, Las Vegas. So I, I do a lot of traveling. But the hypnosis field, there are many, many different uh, sort of jobs that you can have with hypnosis. Like mine is primarily teaching. Uh, Some people spend most of their time working with clients. Uh, A couple of the most popular things for a hypnotist to work with would be um, weight loss and Mm. smoke cessation. Mm And but then there's also entertainment hypnosis, you know, giving shows. I don't know if you've ever had a, a show at your high school, but that's very popular in the Midwest. Oh. And, uh, and where uh, they'll do a, something like a, they'll call it a sober grad night or a um, uh, <clears throat> sober a post prom, so post prom, sober prom. What they'll do is they'll have a hypnotist there. And it's, you know, so it's comedy stage hypnosis. So there are many, many different ways you can go with this uh, career. Uh-huh. You can do a coaching for people that, uh, you know, as a business coach, there are many, many different things you can do. And, and I do all of those things. Uh-huh. So you, you range from like, you do all the different things you teach, you do the entertainment, you do um, helping other people with like smoking and like weight loss, everything. Yeah. Wow. Uh, you can also use hypnosis to take away phobias. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. So did you did you know that you wanted to be like a hypnotist from an early age? <laughs> no, I didn't. Uh, um, my first encounter with hypnosis was actually when I was a junior in high school. And uh, I was in a psychology course, and they had a hypnotist come in. And um, I saw him work with one of my fellow students, and I thought, this is very cool. <laughs> uh-huh. I need to learn. I need to learn how to do this. But then, uh, then it was many years later that I got involved in hypnosis, and um, it's it's funny. Most people uh, come to hypnosis later on in life. There are very few young hypnotists. Um, mm. It's not to say that you can't be a hypnotist when you're younger, but most people are in their 40s or 50s when they come to uh, mm-hmm. to hypnosis, particularly when they uh, when they start hypnotherapy. Hmm. Was was that the same for you? Um, pretty much, yeah. I was I was in my forties mm. um, when I when I truly got stuck into hypnosis, and um, and that's really what I've seen from most of my colleagues. Mm, okay, so um, how did you know that uh, you wanted to turn this into a career? Um, well, I was uh, for many years, uh, thirty years, I was working for the U.S. government. 
mm-hmm. and uh, it was I was offered. I had been taking hypnosis courses uh, for years, and then um, the government decided that they would offer an early retirement. And I thought, well, this is when I do it. Mm. <laughs> so I retired early from the government and uh, went full time into hypnosis. Wow. And so by that time, you pretty much knew like all the ins and outs of hypnosis. Uh, well, I don't know if I will ever know all the ins and outs uh. of hypnosis. It's uh, it's it's very it's varied and uh and even if you've got a lot of your techniques down every client is different or mm. if you're doing entertainment every show is different and then in those shows every individual in up there on the stage is different and so it's uh it's not boring mm-hmm. um well what would you say uh you do on a daily basis then i'm pretty sure like it varies but okay. like i'm generally <clears throat> okay well well Let's say uh, a hypnotherapist. Uh-huh. Um, on a on a day, you're probably a successful hypnotherapist. You can expect to see about five or six clients, and there'll be a range. You know, you'll have some people that come to see you to um, uh, to lose weight and or to stop smoking. Those are the two most popular things. Mm-hmm. But then also, you might get someone in for fear of flying and you might have some, you know, you could get a child in for bedwetting mm-hmm. uh, and then you could get someone in there for chronic pain. Um, there, and so you'll work with say five clients or six clients in a day and, uh, spend about an hour with each one of those clients. And, um, it's, I mean, it's very, it's very rewarding work. You can, you can definitely, help people improve their lives mm-hmm. and, uh, and it's it's just uh every day is different every client is different so what um actually like happens when you're do, like hypnotizing someone to for example stop smoking what do you actually do okay so someone comes to you to stop smoking you do an intake and uh find out how much they smoke they smoke um, what are the 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 cigarettes that they enjoy the most um and uh but mostly what you want to get is why is this person motivated to stop smoking Mm. so for instance uh if if your client is very wealthy Mm -hmm. uh, it's not they're not doing it to save money probably Mm -hmm. unless they're they're very they're frugal also and they Mm -hmm. they, so so whatever their motivator is you know is it is it the money is it the health aspect? Uh, do they have a, a relative who's dying of COPD because of their smoking? What what brought them in the office? And then mm-hmm. I, I make notes of the motivators. And then <clears throat> what I do is I explain hypnosis to them. You know, for instance, I explain the three common misconceptions about hypnosis. The first one is that you lose control and you don't lose control. The second one is that uh, some people worry that they'll tell secrets in hypnosis and that's not the case either. Mm. And and then some people worry that, you know, could I get stuck in hypnosis? And I explain, no, that can't happen. Of course, Mm. it feels so good. You wish you could get stuck there, Mm -hmm. (laughs) but it just can't happen. So anyway, I explain that to them make them feel comfortable. And then I do what's called a hypnotic induction. This is where you hypnotize the person and it puts them into a relaxed state where they're more open to suggestions. Like for instance, stopping smoking. Mm -hmm. So, so that I feed back to them 
um, uh, suggestions based on the motivators. You know, if they're if they're there because you know it really bothers them that they used to be a runner and now they can't run because they get out of out of. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. Well, then I, I'm giving them suggestions about how good it's going to be when they get back running again, how um, how healthy they're going to feel. And, and they just, you know, just I give them suggestions that are appropriate for them based on the their motivation. And and then I bring them out of hypnosis. And uh, depending on uh, how that person responds, there could be follow on sessions. But usually people don't go to a hypnotist for very long. It's not like you see a hypnotist for years. It's, mm-hmm. it's not like that. It's very fast therapy. And in fact, in the case of smoking, it's actually been proven in medical studies to be the most effective way to stop smoking. Wow. And I feel like how hypnosis is portrayed, it's more right. of like mind <laughs> reading. But uh, then how you explained it, it's kind of like thera- like like you're a therapist. Yeah, so, it's it's yeah. A, it is it is a lot like therapy. But uh, one of the things is that hypnotists are not medical are not licensed medical practitioners. Mm-hmm. So, although a hypnotist can really help with something like chronic pain or migraines or something like that, mm-hmm. when the hypnotist works with a medical condition, uh, they always work under the uh, the referral mm-hmm. of a licensed mm-hmm. medical practitioner. Mm-hmm. And because we don't you know we don't want to practice medicine without a license, but we work with doctors and, and mm. it works pretty well. So um, you've described hypnotherapy as taking things away from somebody. Can hypnosis also make someone uh, motivated to do something? Oh, yeah. And uh, like, for instance, I do a lot of sports hypnosis. Uh-huh. And, uh, you know, if you wanted, if somebody wanted to get motivated, wanted to improve their tennis game or their golf game or something mm. like that, or, or uh, make them better in business, yeah, it's it's almost like um, it's almost like a coach for for these people. And what you're doing is is you know a sports coach is working with the conscious mind, but the hypnotist works with the subconscious mind. You know, the part of you that mm. that really makes mm-hmm. you do what you do. If you have habits, whether they be good habits or bad habits, you don't really think about them. It's it's what's going on in the background in your subconscious mind that makes you do what you do. And so mm-hmm. that's what I work with. Wow. So um, <clears throat> now let's try. Let's focus on like uh, like the other parts of the job. Okay. So like teaching other people how to hypnotize. Um, what is that process like when you're trying to teach other people to do it? Well, um, I uh, learning hypnosis is actually quite easy. Some people think that it's mm. it's some something you're born with which is kind of silly (laughs) and it's it's not like that it's something that everyone can learn and it's really quite simple to do so uh you know i have a class and the classes can be anywhere from you know half a dozen people to 50 people Mm -hmm. and um and i teach them how to hypnotize somebody and it normally i run some classes that are two days some three some four days and then i have a certification class that actually lasts 240 hours so 
So anyway, uh, so you, you teach the people how to put people into hypnosis, and then I pair them up and have them practice hypnotizing one another. Mm. And then I, and then I, you know, some, like some of the courses I teach are, you know, for entertainment hypnosis, and some of the courses I teach are for therapeutic hypnosis. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, if they're, if it's therapy, then yeah, I'm teaching them how to, uh, to work with people's problems and when it's when it's entertainment i'm teaching them how to how to do a show or how yeah. to how to uh, how to entertain their friends at a party <laughs> yeah and uh can we talk more about that um what is sure. that like for uh, entertaining people <clears throat> or doing shows okay so the shows are are just really fun um almost mm. everybody can be hypnotized and uh, if you if you've ever seen a comedy hypnosis show, there's a lot going on that, that you would not realize. For instance, um, let's talk about high school shows because they're the most fun. Mm -hmm. And uh, so what happens is uh, the hypnotist will explain hypnosis and then uh, ask for volunteers or pick volunteers. And they'll bring up, I don't know, they might bring 30 people up on stage. And, and they'll do the hypnotic induction They'll ask the people in the audience to, you know, keep the noise down, mm -hmm. although it doesn't have to be completely silent. And then he does the hypnotic induction. I say he because most stage hypnotists are men. Mm -hmm. uh, there are a few women, and, and I know them, but they're they're rare. Like one in 20 is mm -hmm. a woman, so it's mostly men. Which, which, you know, it doesn't have to be, but for some reason, uh, stage hypnosis, I think, attracts more men than it does women. Mm -hmm. Although I, I know some some women that are very, very good. So anyway, so <clears throat> you, he does the hypnotic induction, and then he'll do something that we call a deepener. This is to put them into a deeper trance, because when they're in a deeper trance, they'll accept the suggestions that he gives them better. Mm. Right? Mm -hmm. And then from that point on, he's, he will remove people from stage. See, mm. he whittles down the group down to just the best hypnotic subjects. One person in five is is a very good hypnotic subject. Somebody would call a somnambulist and they are the most entertaining. Mm. So, uh -huh. so the stage hypnotist whittles it down to the best group of people who are uh, most deep, deeply in hypnosis and uh, who are more um, entertaining. You know, some people, mm. they go deep into hypnosis and they sit there just like a lump, you know, uh -huh. and that's not, that's not entertaining. Uh -huh. But uh, so, uh, so, you want the people that are that go the deepest and you want the people that are more animated. Mm. So then then they'll put on the show and they usually start out with easy skits like imagine that you're on the beach and the sun's out and it gets very very warm and it gets hotter and hotter and and these people will react as if they really are in the sun and they're really hot. And then the sun is covered by a cloud and now uh, now the wind is blowing, it gets colder and colder, and they, they shiver, oh. and they, they, tr they cuddle up to one another to try and, you know, uh, retain body warmth. Uh -huh. and, and, and then uh, he'll look and say, okay, well, these 10 people reacted really well, but this, this guy on the end didn't seem to react, so he kicks him off the stage. Mm, oh, <laughs> so I see now, where this is going. Now I've, got, now I've got nine people that are really animated, uh -huh. really deep in him. And then I go into a more difficult skit, like they imagine that they are um, – in a uh, an orchestra and they're playing the instrument of their choice and they start some music up and these wow. they're playing a trombone or they're playing <laughs> drums or whatever and that's very entertaining and the people in the audience at a high school school a high school show 
they see their friends up there and they think, well, I know that girl. And uh-huh, uh-huh. wow, she doesn't usually <laughs> act like that. This is really what, and it's very interesting. <laughs> so then they go to something different, you know, and eventually you're, you're trying very difficult skits. Like for instance, you tell them that they, they just realize that they are Martians and they're visiting <laughs> and they only speak Martian and my golly, they will. They will speak wow. something. They will make up a language. Wow. And, and then one of them is the translator and translates from Martian to English and just, just <laughs> really, really fun skits. It, it is really funny. Wow. And when I do shows, I only do – I just do clean shows, which mm-hmm, mm-hmm. all the high school shows should be clean shows. There are adult shows that they do in Vegas, but that's yeah. not my – I do I do the clean shows. Uh-huh. And, and you don't have to get – adult in nature to have a fun show this Mm -hmm. is really really fun stuff so but the the people in the audience they know these people up on stage Mm -hmm. and they go he would not do that that is something (laughs) on here and it's just oh it's a blast so then in the end you uh you uh bring them out of hypnosis and sometimes you'll do things like callbacks like all right you're going to emerge from hypnosis but and go back to your seat but every time i say hypnosis or every time I say uh, evening or something like that you're gonna jump up from your chair and shout hey I wasn't hypnotized this is this hypnotist is uh, <laughs> a joke and then you, you do that every time you say that word and that person jumps up and they can't help themselves and they're saying this is a fraud the hypno- hypnotist is a fraud <laughs> and, and they just, it's just very very funny so you do callbacks and then that's the end of the show but it's it's very entertaining wow. hypnosis show lasts about about an hour sometimes mm-hmm. an hour and a half mm-hmm. and uh it's it's just good clean fun and uh would you say that like all the things uh like the three separate things you do do they pay well uh well my teaching does but i mean i've been doing this for i've been doing this for full time for about 15 years mm-hmm. so and i've gotten i've made a name for myself in mm-hmm, this industry mm-hmm. so so people find me usually they find me on youtube uh, or they just hear about me from speaking at conventions and stuff. And so because I've made a, na- a name for myself in the industry, yeah, it pays, pays really well. Mm-hmm. Um, now, hypnotherapy can pay very well. Um, I have a couple of students who are uh, doing very, very well, mm-hmm. and I'm proud of them. But, but I think the key to being a successful hypnotherapist is you also have to be a good business person. Mm. And and because, you know, you can be the best hypnotherapist in the world, but if you don't know how to run a business and get clients in, then you're not going to you're not going to make very much money. And so um, but, you know, it's not rocket science. You can learn how to run a hypnotherapy business. Mm -hmm. Uh, And I had a very successful one back when I used to do a lot more hypnotherapy before I started teaching almost full time. Mm. So what? uh, yeah, well, and, and stage stage hypnosis. Um, many there are stage hypnotists out there that make a very good living. Um, mm-hmm. The the ones that are you know the the top of the profession are doing very very well. Then you have a lot of stage hypnotists who just do do the occasional show. Uh-huh. You know, a lot of them you know a lot of them are retired and it's just mm-hmm. that's that's okay if they only make you know ten fifteen thousand dollars a year doing their shows. It's not really. Um, their main source of income, but it can be. And um, mm. I'd say a good stage hypnotist, though, it's, it's easier to be a successful hypnotherapist as far as the money is concerned than it is to be a, a successful stage hypnotist because the um, uh, 
there are a lot of stage hypnotists out there and um, there are a lot of stage hypnotists that uh, that work uh, very cheaply and so that brings the uh, that brings the level down as far as mm-hmm. what a hypnotist can get for show but you know it, it can be done mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and what would you say uh, something you did not expect when you first started hypnotizing people um I didn't expect that it was going to be as much fun as it is. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I swear I had, uh-huh. you know, I, I told you I worked for the government for 30 years and mm-hmm. I had a lot of fantastic jobs. I, I, I worked overseas and I had, mm-hmm. I had some cool jobs and uh, nothing as cool as being a hypnotist. This is just, mm. when you hypnotize your first person, it, it just, it's, my God, did I really do that? I mean, I ran a class. <laughs> I ran a class last week, and we had three of the people in the class had never hypnotized anybody before. Uh-huh. And before lunchtime, they hypnotized their first person, and every one of them just had this big grin on their face. <laughs> I actually hypnotized somebody. I cannot believe this. And and that just doesn't go away. Yeah. <laughs> I still I still get that that uh, that jolt when I hypnotize people. And it's like, God, this is so much fun. <laughs> wow yeah I, I can just imagine whenever you do it it just like brings a lot of joy it does it does and i mean you can help people you can either yeah them, you can make people laugh and just forget their cares or yeah. you can you can change somebody's life i mean uh-huh. there aren't too many jobs out there where sometimes a client looks at you and says you absolutely changed my life wow. i mean that how yeah. where, where else are you gonna get that yeah <laughs> and well uh, what would you say like motivates you uh, every day to continue hypnotizing? Um, just the fun, just the, you know, it, as far as hypnotherapy, just the, the idea that you are actually helping people have better lives. I mean, that's, that's good work. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or, or when you're doing shows and you, and you make people laugh and they just say, I, I just couldn't believe what I saw up there. That was <laughs> the most amazing show I've ever seen. I mean, just, there's, I don't know. I'm I'm just, I'm I'm very fortunate. (laughs) Yeah, I can imagine. And what kind of advice would you give to your past self that just started? Um, hmm. You know what? I wouldn't, I wouldn't do anything different. I was very fortunate. I, um, I found, uh, good hypnosis instructors like from the beginning. Mm -hmm. And it's it's not to say all hypnosis instructors are good because they're not. But I lucked into some good ones. And then what I did was I said, well, you're good, and this is a good class, but who taught you? Mm. <laughs> and then I'd go looking for that oh. guy. And then I'd go looking for yeah. – you know, until I hit dead people. you know. <laughs> <laughs> so so that's what I did. I mean I, I found a great hypnosis instructor, and then I thought, who did he learn from? And I found that guy and took his class. And I thought, this – and who – so that was – um. So I wouldn't do that differently. That was exactly what I wanted to do. Um, I would, if I had to do it again, I'd do it exactly the same. Um, I think, I think it's it's good to have mentors. That's really good. Uh, whether you want to go into hypnotherapy or if you want to go into entertainment hypno, hypnosis, mm-hmm. um, get a mentor. And that is, I'm, I'm mentoring people right now, and and I think it's really really valuable it's and it's valuable to the mentor as well as to the mentoree mm-hmm. um but no i don't i don't think i'd do anything different i think um 
if somebody wanted to get very, very deep into stage hypnosis, I would recommend that they, uh, they shadow a good stage hypnotist. Go with them on to shows, see how they set up the you know the electronics, the uh, the audio and everything, and see how they deal with the customer, and uh, and see how they manage the people on stage and make it a safe show so no one gets hurt and falls off the stage or something. And mm -hmm. um, but no, I, I I my younger self, I I don't think I would mm. I could uh, I got very lucky, so I don't <laughs> think I could advise my younger self to do anything other. Than other than maybe start earlier, that would mm, be fun. Mm. And um, can you like kind of explain the science behind uh, hypnotizing people? Um, I think I think the easiest way to explain that is is to keep it a little little not too scientific, because really there there are many different. Um, opinions of what's going on in mm, hypnosis mm -hmm. uh, we don't we don't agree mm -hmm. you know so so but my version of hypnosis is that when you put someone into a trance they are now uh more open to suggestions that would be good for them you know if you gave them a suggestion that wasn't good for them then they're, they're not going to take that mm -hmm. you, know, you tell somebody to stand on their head and they don't feel like doing it they're not going to do it they're mm -hmm. just saying no. They're going to sit there and ignore you, or they'll just say, <laughs> "No, I don't want to do that." So, so anyway, so you you just put somebody into a trance and give them suggestions that are good for them, and mm -hmm. uh, and they mm -hmm. will accept those suggestions. I mean, a good mm -hmm. example would be uh, when I'm working with weight loss. You know, I try to convince people to drink lots of water, mm -hmm. and. If you know, I could talk to you all day about the importance of drinking water, but mm -hmm. you're not going to do it. But when you're in hypnosis, and I suggest mm -hmm. that water is pretty good to drink, uh, it sounds like a doggone good idea to you. You know, mm -hmm. <laughs> mm -hmm. so so you would accept the suggestion of hypnosis, but you wouldn't in your waking state. Mm -hmm. So uh, so no, it's for me hypnosis is very simple. You you induce the trance, and then you give the suggestions, and whether the suggestions be therapeutic. Or whether they be fun suggestions for the stage, it, it's all the same. Oh. I'll, I'll tell you one thing. One thing is a little bit different between stage and therapy, and that is that in therapy you don't have to go super deep into hypnosis in order to take the suggestions. In on the stage, you got to have deep hypnosis in order for it to work. But in the uh, in therapy, you know, even if you're a light subject, doesn't matter. It's a uh, it, it won't affect your ability to be successful. Mm. And what would you say, uh, last question, what would you say the future looks like? Like, what do you want to do in the future? Mm. Um, I think I will probably, um, I, I will teach more in the United States. Uh, in the past, I've done most of my teaching overseas. Mm. And I think in the future, I'm going to concentrate on teaching here at my new school that I've just opened here wow. in Augusta, Georgia. Congratulations! And thank you. It's uh, it's nice, you know. The last mm -hmm. class, I had uh, I had to drive ten minutes to my to my school uh, every morning, and it was it was quite easy. Wow. And uh, so it's it's nicer to have the students come to me. Mm -hmm. I'm still going to travel. I'm still going to do overseas courses, uh, but not as much. I'm going to concentrate on doing it here, and maybe even inviting in guest um, 
people, I definitely will be inviting guest instructors because there are other specialists that uh, that I like to bring in here and, and uh, have teach at my school. Mm. Actually, okay, this is just something that I'm curious about. Mm-hmm. Um, have you ever tried to hypnotize a hypnotist? Oh, yeah. Hypnotists are the easiest people to hypnotize. Wait, what? I thought it would be the opposite. Wait, why? No. Okay. Well, all right. Here's here's the deal. You're it. It goes both ways. For instance, um, like most hypnotists, the reason why they got into this was because they maybe stopped smoking with hypnosis or were in a hypnosis oh, show, uh-huh, and they uh-huh. and they felt really good because they were the deep subjects. Uh-huh. And so most there are more somnambulists that one fifth of the population. There are more somnambulists among hypnotists than there are mm. in the general population. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So in general, a hypnotist is going to be easier to hypnotize. Now, on the other hand, uh, the, I encounter this in classes sometimes because the uh, this a, a hypnotist is sitting there while someone else does the hypnotic induction. And the hypnotist is sitting there going, Hmm. Okay, I like the way she said that. Yeah, I'm, I might try that. Or no, no, I, I think I think he did that. I think he's doing that too slow. You know, so they'll uh-huh. be they'll be picking apart what's going on while the induction is happening. And so so the hypnotist can be like your best subjects, or sometimes they could be your worst subject. But in general, <laughs> they're better. They're good subjects. And another thing that um, I I listened to your podcast and. Um, uh-huh. I, uh, I noticed that you asked generally uh, what education somebody requires. Yeah. Hypnosis. I, and, yeah, uh, I assume that for this one, there's not like a major in hypnosis. There is not. There is no degree program in hypnosis anywhere. Um, it's, it's not, that's not the way it's taught. It's, it's generally taught whether you're taking it as a a licensed medical practitioner or whether you're a lay hypnotist, just meaning somebody who's not a, uh, psychologist, psychiatrist, or, or a physician. Um, it's, um, it's just taught at many schools around the country. I mean, if somebody, it's, uh, you don't need a bachelor's degree to be a hypnotist you don't need actually you don't need any degree a high school diploma mm-hmm. is uh is all that's required but what you'll happen what, what happens is to say people come to hypnosis later in life so you know a mm-hmm. lot of hypnotherapists like 50 some year old woman who has a lot of life experience and mm-hmm. she's able to function in that because think about this think about Someone who just finished uh, their master's in psychology, and now they're they're uh, they can uh, start the uh, as a psychologist, and the kid is maybe twenty three years old mm-hmm. with almost zero life experience. Whereas mm-hmm. you can have a hypnotist who maybe has a maybe a fifty three year old woman who's already raised a family and 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 has a lot of life experience and and mm-hmm. can people with things like stopping smoking and losing weight and things mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. So it's, but anyway, it's, it's, it's not, it does not require a college education to be either a stage hypnotist or a hypnotherapist. Now, what does help though is, is some college, for instance, psychology and some advanced psychology mm-hmm. courses, you know, uh, 300, 400 level psychology courses mm-hmm. uh, would not um, be, uh, would would definitely be an advantage, but they're they're not actually required. So um, it's it's a um, and, and also as I say, since most of the uh, therapists come to this later in life, 
A lot of the stage hypnotists, though, actually come to it younger. It's not a disadvantage to be a young guy or a young gal uh, as a stage hypnotist. That's not that's not a bad thing at all. Mm-hmm. Um, but you'll find that the hypnotherapists tend to be a little bit older, and stage hypnotists tend to be a little bit younger. Mm. I'm not sure, I answered your question right, but <laughs> yeah, that, yeah, you definitely. <laughs> um, well, I think uh, that's gonna do it. Really, like I learned a lot about this profession. Definitely, like yeah, like changed some of the thoughts that I had about it before. Because before, when you like watch movies and stuff, and like (laughs) you like look watch TV and stuff, you think of hypnotists as like that watch guy that's like putting it in your face. That's like, uh, like making you think about stuff, and your eyes are gonna turn like into like swirly things. (laughs) (laughs) I tell you, I've got to tell you the stuff that they put in the movies and TV. It's so far from and i haven't i don't know anybody that swung a watch in the last 50 <laughs> years <laughs> it's it's but i mean if if, if they want to, if your listeners want to see uh what modern hypnosis looks like they uh-huh. could go um they could go on my yeah. uh, my youtube channel and they can see you know yeah. it hypnosis is uh it's very different from what you see on tv mm-hmm. and movies. <laughs> yeah and your youtube channel is sean michael uh sean michael andrews sean yeah michael andrews so just uh, go to his YouTube channel and then check it out. It's really interesting. Just like see how uh, the process works when you're hypnotizing someone. And uh, I want to thank you for doing this. Uh, learned a lot about this profession. And I really want to thank you. Well, thank you. It's been fun talking with you. Yeah. And good awesome. luck with the rest of the podcast. Hey, thank you. All right. And that was it for my interview with Sean Michael Andrews, who is a hypnotist. And it's really interesting because he has kind of three different jobs in the hypnotist realm. He's a comedy show. He does a comedy show with hypnotism. He heals people with hypnotism and he teaches other people how to hypnotize. And that was really interesting because I didn't expect there to be so many different jobs for hypnotizing. But when you actually think about it, it actually uh, works out well that way and actually makes a lot of sense. And that's basically what I learned from this interview. And it might be something that I want to do in the future uh, when I'm older after a job because as Sean said, most hypnotists go into the profession when they're around 40 or older. So after they like know a lot about life, that's when they uh, become hypnotists because they understand uh, what they're doing and they have more and like grasp on life and have more experience with it so that's going to be it for this episode i want to thank you for listening to this episode of the major jobs podcast i really appreciate it and please subscribe and rate this um thank you for listening i really appreciate it and i'll see you in the next episode thank you Thanks for listening to the Major Jobs Podcast. If you liked it, please be sure to follow us on Instagram at Major Jobs Podcast. If you have an interesting career and want to be featured on the show, send us an email at majorjobspodcast at gmail.com with your job title and college major if applicable. Again, thanks for listening. And remember, life happens wherever you are, whether you make it or not.